Welcome to Relatively Speaking, the podcast where all fandoms collide. This is Matt. Oh, I'm Amanda. I'm Brian. All right, Amanda. Today we're going to start up with our K-pop corner, I believe. What do you got? Um, so, I forgot to mention last week, um, but the group I've been listening to, uh, Stray Kids, they also did an opening for the uh, Tower of God anime. Whoa! Um, it's called Top, and it's in Japanese, because, you know, a lot of K-pop groups release Japanese songs, uh, so I thought that was interesting. Um, and another group, um... Tomorrow by Together or TXT. They're like on the same label as BTS. Um, they're doing an opening for Black Clover. So I thought that was cool. That's pretty interesting. So I don't know if y'all watched, so. has anyone watched Black Clover? Well, that's that anime, right? Yeah. Uh, I haven't watched it, but I know the basic premise of it. Yeah. What about the Tower of God? Is that on Crunchyroll, Crimson? I don't use Crunchyroll. Oh, this is news to me. <laughs> what do you use is for that streaming anime? I use Kiss Anime. <clears throat> That's not true, America and the world. We've all used <laughs> it at some point. No, no. Be real. We're we're clean. No, I use it with this. I use it with this great ad blocker. No, it's no, called no. it's called AdGuard, and it blocks ads on YouTube, uh, SoundCloud, and Spotify, and um, Kiss Anime. It blocks all ads everywhere. Pop ups too. Unlike the websites you might use that have a lot of pop ups. You know, this is really good for blocking ads. Yeah, this is going to all be edited out. But anywho, Tower of what, God. Even the ad block one? That one's fine. Tower of God, huh? So, uh, sounds pretty interesting. Anybody ever watched it? Nah. Nah. So, nobody knows the basic premise of this anime? Nope, I can look it up real fast. What is it called again? Tower of God. Uh, let's see here. Amanda, this is what I used to do in school. while he's looking that up, um, what do you think is driving, I guess, the, these Korean stars to be able to, you know, open up for these uh, Japanese animes? Um, popularity? <laughs> popularity? Yeah. Because there used to not be these type of uh, crossover events from K-pop artists, wouldn't you say? Well, there actually was. Um, there is an artist called Boa. She did like an opening for Inuyasha. Oh, really? It's it's not like it's new. It's it's been done before. Okay, okay. Hmm. My apologies. I thought this was a new phenomenon. No. Crimson Seems like it's together. a webtoon comic. Oh yeah, yeah. I think so. This is a webtoon comic? Yeah. Who who's the author? Um uh I think their alias is SIU. 
but their real name is um, Lee Jong Kui. Hmm. So he I might be saying that wrong, but it's H W I. Right. So he started on Webtoon? Yeah, it looks like. Wow. He made it all the way to the top. That's uh congratulations. Yeah. Also high school I got a high school is getting anime too. Which is also a webtoon. Well, really um, yeah, webtoon. Um what were you saying, Matt? Oh no. Uh keep going. I was just gonna say webtoons are really popular in South Korea. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. No, I actually scratched that. I do see a bunch of webtoon ads. And I think I see like South Korea at the bottom of some of them. Yeah. Very interesting. That's pretty cool. Anything else, Manda, for the K pop corner? Um one more thing I thought was interesting. Um, Blackpink is releasing their full-length album in October. And mm-hmm. like fans were a little disappointed because it's titled The Album. Like, Ooh. that's it. <laughs> just The Album. Yep, just The Album. So. I'm not They're all say this. <laughs> yeah. Little uh <laughs> very very creative. Yeah. Underwhelming. Yeah. And and fans are like, I hope it's not a rehash of songs they've already released and like remixes because they've done that before. So I would hope not. I hope they get some original songs. I think they will, but I don't know. <laughs> what a scam. <laughs> Sounds like it, Crimson. My goodness. You know what? It might be time for uh, some of these black pink fans to go on over to Red Velvet, wouldn't you say, Amanda? I mean, there are some fans that are fans of many, many groups, but then there are some that are solely just black pink. So, yeah. You know. Well, you think if they if this next album, the album doesn't do good, could you see a group like Red Velvet rising to the top in their place? I mean, black pink is going to be re- popular regardless. Like, they're globally the most popular girl group. Wow. Like, they, they could release anything. It would go, you know, it would get tons of views, tons of money and stuff. So, so they're like the BTS of what they do. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, their popularity, their popularity is is on par, mm-hmm. but they're two very different in how they like. BTS just has more songs. Like Black Pete doesn't have enough songs. Like it, it's just, and they're. I, I'm not gonna go into it because the Blinks will come after me. I'm not. I'm not. Just say it. no, no, no. Say it. Say it, please. We want that. We want the drama. We yeah. want all the smoke. Say it. I mean, no one listens to this anyway, so. Oh, we're going to hashtag um, this. No. I mean, like, 
they came out in 2016. BTS mm-hmm. came out in 2013. So there's a bit of a, you know, difference between how they came out. Um, but they could still have more music. It's just their label really kind of only believes in like one comeback a year. And like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like you feel like they're mediocre. Mm, they have potential. They have potential. But I just don't know if they work in a group. I feel like separately, I think they'd all be successful. But for some reason, as a group, I just, I don't know. It's kind of flat to me. I mean, I, I can understand that. It's been, what, four going on five years, and they haven't had the type of, you know, I guess the type of uh, quality you're looking for in a group, right? So, yeah, but they're super popular, so it doesn't even matter. That's what I don't get. Why are they popular if it's mediocre? I just maybe that's just people's taste. I mean, they have like the it's called a girl crush concept, meaning like they're. They're not like a, a soft, cute concept like a lot of K-pop girl groups do. Um, mm-hmm. They're a little bit more hard-hitting and a little bit more, you know, in your face, I guess. And people right. like that, especially internationally. People love that. What do you think it'll take for Red Velvet to go international? I mean, Red Velvet has been making some... Uh, some steam. They got like a VMA nomination the other day. Okay. Who really watches that anymore? Um, <laughs> True. But you know they've they've definitely become a lot more popular. So. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Okay. But BTS still reigns supreme overall. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. For long. What was that, Krum? Nothing. No, I mean I really didn't hear it. It was nothing. Come on, this is relatively speaking. We can all speak our opinions. He said it was nothing. <laughs> hey, but you keep cutting out my parts. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. Well, man, is that all for the K-pop corner? Yeah, that's it. All right, sounds good. I have had very interesting, interesting things to say. Yeah, we live in the we live in the real world, Matt. People pirate. <laughs> that's true, but guess what? <clears throat> we ain't promoting that on here. Really? That's barely. It's barely illegal, bro. <laughs> the one time it's really like serious if you're pirating Nintendo stuff. They take it very. They take it super seriously. Yeah, Nintendo and Disney and yeah, those big companies take stuff seriously when you pirate. But anywho, well, hey, Crimson, do you have any news? Mm, not really. I think I, I, think I said something like, um, that, I, that I thought you'd find interesting that you would like to share. Oh what? Little article. Oh, 
that's not happening. Can it's, you just, it's, just explain to the viewers what, what's going it's on? It's a pipe dream. It's a pipe dream. I don't know. I, some it was was it game ranks or something? Yeah. Game ranks wrote an article about how Xbox could possibly switch over to um, free online play because they came out with their Gold Pass or whatever, or their uh, Player Pass thing. I don't know what it's called exactly, but basically, like, um, it costs less than Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. But you get more games mm-hmm. with the like membership. So I'm just like, it's like it's just Xbox Live, but it costs a little bit less. So to say that Xbox Live is going to be free soon is a bit of a leap, because it brings them in so much money, and they do not care if it would if it would broaden their. Well, I don't even know what the word. If it would like expand like their player set, it would definitely not, because people do not. I mean, they, people do, but the company does not care about who's playing their games. They just want money. So you basically don't think there's no chance of it going to how it was back on? Hell no. No, not at all. <laughs> Even if it's... Uh... No, 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 no. Because Nintendo just started paying, making people pay to play online. They would not... <laughs> For the they would definitely not go. Oh, you know what? We should let online be free. That's the dumbest theory I've ever heard. They really should, though. They definitely should, but they won't. I, mean, I just remember back when the PS3. I hate to tangent here. Everything was so. It was just so open. It even felt like the servers were better when stuff was free. I don't know why. <laughs> like today, there's just so much lag. I guess, but. That's besides the point. What do you think, Crimson, it would take for them, you know, to really take it seriously and, you know, go back to free online? What would if happen? What their player, if their player count dropped so drastically to the point where they'd have to, which has already happened, people started switching to PC. I've noticed that. You're right. The trend is going that direction slowly but surely. You think it's possible? It's really me. Like my generation, now that we're like old enough to get our like own jobs and stuff, and like we're old enough, like oh, we because we only see ads for Xbox on TV, right? Mm-hmm. But now we're older and we like browse the internet. We like oh, all these YouTubers and streamers play on PC, so a lot more people are actually starting to get a PC. Um, my little cousin on um, uh, Jonathan side uh, with Yolanda or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaac, he even has a PC now. And he's like 12 or something. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Even like little kids are like, you know, I'm switching off of Xbox and console for a PC. That's I mean, he only plays Fortnite on everything, but like still. <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah, boy. But yeah, yeah. You, uh, you make a good point. That's another thing. Fortnite used to be a really good game, and like the community was just a little bit toxic. But now the game is bad. Uh, I can't. Stand, I can't stand playing it anymore. I used to, it used to be fun, but now I hate it. Yeah, for me, I don't know, and I don't want to know. <laughs> no, man, it used, to, it used to be a fun game, but then now they ruined it. Yeah, all these weird updates. They, they even added bots to the game, like real bots. 
Wow. To the game. Yeah. Oh, I hate oh, that. I don't like that. Wow. Wow. Yep, that sounds like a gross franchise now. <laughs> Sorry, America. Yes, very, very unlikable now. I hate it. Wow. Yeah, man, I still want the PS5, though. I'm sorry. But anywho, I digress. Uh, I found an interesting piece of news uh, from a congressman. His name is K.W. Miller. I believe he's based in Florida. But this is basically a politicians against anime type of, uh, you know, a little bit of news. And he says they are now introducing a great deal of anime porn into the Internet Matrix. Dragon Ball Z is one of the top issues here. Now, I (laughs) see this is the type of misinformation that really, really gives you know, us anime fans, a, a bad rap. Of course, after this, I heard that a bunch of people spammed his account with hentai images, which is, come, come on, people, we can't do that. But, um... You're making it worse. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's making it worse. But, yeah, I mean, you know, where, where does, you know, as popular as Dragon Ball Z is, like, how can you not know that that's not part of the core, you know, problem with well, the thing is, it's not going to die down. Nothing an old person can really do right now can slow down something as as popular as anime, especially Dragon Ball Z. That That's just stupid. That's like trying to take Spongebob off a of TV because it's too popular. It's, it's stupid. It's stupid to even suggest taking away. Like, in... When they say things like that, like you just like, you have to think, like, uh, and exactly how are you going to do that? <laughs> like, what? Amanda, can I ask you a question? Do you think it's possible, you know, with politicians, some politicians saying things like this, that anime could become politicized and that could start to affect our viewing somehow? Um, Basically, do you think the government could eventually, you know, regulate anime? I don't... Even mainstream titles like, you know, your Sailor Moons and your Dragon Ball Zs and your My Hero Academias. I don't see that happening. I mean, this guy, he does have a following and people that agree with him. It's like, do not support them. Do not be on their side. We don't support no mask wearing is that stupid. Oh, my goodness. But, man, yeah, do you think, um, why does this seem to keep happening, I wonder? Like, with, you know, these these fringe politicians, you know, from Florida, deep south types, keep going at anime to try to bolster their political ratings, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. They might be getting outsourced advice and they're just saying whatever. That's possible. It's about as structureless as when they say they're going to help us. So, uh, different. I think he also, uh, it's either him or another politicians, when they were talking about in addition to this, how Beyonce's music is satanic and all this <laughs> stuff if you play it backwards type of deal, and I'm just like people people we're, it's 2020 and we're still doing that <sighs> 
you can't beat logic or you can't beat ignorance with logic so you just gotta wait for it to die down itself or them to just be overpowered or overwhelmed by just you know the sheer stupidity of themselves it's, it's really just something you, you only you can only wait at, wait out because it's not beatable with logic Amanda, how would you feel if he had said, or what would you say if he said Sailor Moon is one of the main issues here? The main issues about what? What he said about anime porn investing the, That's uh, not investing the internet. Porn. There's real anime out there that is talking about that is just what they're describing, right? That exists. Yeah. The mainstream anime isn't that. So people need to do their research. Yes. They won't. <laughs> they won't. And they keep using these mainstream titles and ideas to push their message forward. It is just made and I feel like I just hate that it makes the community look bad, man. Well only it's not the same time anymore, Matt. People like at first people are like, Ew, you're a weeaboo, but now everyone's watching anime now. Yeah. That's true. Good point, Crimson. I mean, at first I was kind of mad. I was like, oh, you thought people were weird for watching anime. Now you're like the biggest Dragon Ball Z fan in the world. Bandwagons, but true nonetheless. If it, if it pushes anime and you like it, I'm not going to gonna start being mad that you like it now. Yeah. Because it's not how we go about it. That's true. You just kind of get, got a second of like, all right, I got a list for you to watch after you finish that, buddy. You know? Yeah. What would you tell uh, this politician if you had a chance to just, you know, talk to him in a civil conversation? I'd probably have to level with him and try to ask him, like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the real reason of, like, our off record? Why are you doing this? Because I know good and well you don't even know what anime is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amanda, what would you suggest to him? Do your research. Yes. Sadly, though, I, I don't think I don't think we could ever convince a guy like that. Um, oh, One more little piece of news. I believe next month, because it's now August, Theaters are set to officially open. AMC, Regal, Cinemark, uh, Cineplex. Those are theaters in other countries, UK and Canada. We got on August 21st, Unhinged is coming out, as well as an Inception re-release. August 28th, The New Mutants from Disney and 20th Century Fox is set to release. Um, Fatima. Then The Personal History of David Copperfield. That's by Searchlight and Disney. September 1st, we have Bill and Ted Face the Music. And we have, finally, September 3rd, Tenet from Warner Brothers. Do you guys believe that the, uh, you know, the movie community is going to come out in and, and mass and start going back to the theaters? Not... A lot of people, but um, uh, actually, maybe it's hard to tell because people uh, never think it could happen to them, and then they catch it. It 
it's really something you can't really, you shouldn't really bet on, but knowing how it is today, probably. Yeah. Probably. Because if restaurants were to turn around and open up, people would line up. Yes. Yes, they would, sadly. Uh, America. Yeah. Shout out to Gambino. I really hate how the stereotypes are real. <laughs> it sucks, man, but it's sadly, sadly real. Yeah. If, if anything, 2020 has taught you, it's that it's all true. Amanda, what are your thoughts on it? Movie theaters? Yeah. And these really, do you think people will go see these title releases? Are they good enough to get butts back in the seat? Oh, there are people that are dumb enough to go. Um, oh boy! See my movie. They're desperate and they just they want to be somewhere and pretend like nothing's going on. But but sometimes that's just how people gotta cope with it. Like it's it is truly a sad time right now. Like and I guess like in order to get that social interaction back in that way of like feeling like some sort of normalcy is to go out and spend some time doing something. But like then again, you probably you really shouldn't be risking it because then you'll be part of the problem. Yeah, factual, my friend. Actual, factual. It's it's like you know, it's the risk worth the reward. That's ultimately what it comes down to. I mean, yes, I I want to see this Tenant movie. It looks pretty good. I'm a, somewhat of a Christopher Nolan fan, but I'll wait for it to come out on demand before. I go in that movie theater. Sorry. I go to work every week, but like even then, I still work in the back of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And everyone wears a mask. No one's allowed inside. Yeah. So, and like, um, you can only do pickup or like come through the drive through and like, and that's it. And see, this. Th- the scary thing about the movie theater, right? Like, how can you keep your mask on the whole time? If you have, say, popcorn, some snacks, a drink, you know, there's just no way. That stuff is going to be, that you can't contain it. If they start instituting mandatory, like, temperature checks, mask wearing, people would still, you know, get huffy puffy about it and they're mad. Yep. And they're like, oh, I'm not doing that. Yep. You know, Karen type situation. Yeah. Hey, I got a question. What do we call the male version of the Karen? I feel like we need that too. Um, what do we call the male version of a Karen? Amanda, any ideas? Uh, I don't know, Chad. <laughs> no, it's already, that's already taken. Uh, Thomas. Or maybe Bob or Bill. Ooh, Bob or Bill. All right, interesting candidates. But uh, yeah. What's the name of that guy? You know, have you seen that video? He's like, get out of my car. Like, <laughs> uh, that sounds familiar. It was like it was like a Uber recording. Yeah. And the guy was like getting really mad. Yeah. I think I know. Yeah, yeah. Man, I've been watching so many of those little Hold videos. On. I think I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. But that's all for my uh news bites for the week. Amanda. 
Um, <laughs> so first topic. Uh, about aliens are they real and if so what does that mean for us right so basically the government has uh announced that they're going to start releasing some of the uh some more footage and more accounts of you know people's encounters with these strange unidentified flying objects i'm a fan of this sort of thing and yeah, I'm kind of I'm glad to see that it's finally you know getting the light that it deserves and it's not science fiction anymore. This is there's tangible evidence out here that supports that there could possibly, you know, it scratch that there is extraterrestrial life here on planet Earth. I 100% believe this. We have physical data that supports this claim, <laughs> and it is time. What, what, am I hearing laughter? No, 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 no. <laughs> but I was looking alien. <laughs> Where? <laughs> and it is time for us to all come together. Any thoughts and opinions on this? Mm. You know what, Matt? It, it, it ties into a lot of things where a lot of the stuff that has happened, like our existence purely, could not have been coincidence because it is just such a rarity to see actual life flourish in the universe or in a solar system from like what we have observed so far. Mm. And to think that that we have made such technological progressions in life that there has been nothing new found which I think could not have possibly been true. Because if you, like, date back to when we first found out that the the world was round and then to now, it almost seems like we've made no progress. Because this is, like, a minuscule amount since the moon landing, even. It's like, like, what have we been doing this whole time? And I don't think it's just something, knowledge that was, like, publicly available to us, but I'm pretty sure there is th- things that we definitely don't know about that the public should probably know, but at the same time, at what cost? So I'm guessing that there is things that are just so horrible that we just are not told. Hmm. Or Because I'm sure if it, if it were a good thing, we would know. But I highly doubt that it is. That's interesting. Because we're... Oh, go. What do you think is horrible? I'm I'm gonna need a concrete example in order to counter counterpoint that. Because there there are so many things that the government has already hidden from us that that they didn't tell us because they were bad and we had to find out or someone had to leak it somehow. So how would that be any different? If anything, it'd probably be even more secretive, like to the point where like the president doesn't know. Everyone's like sworn under like a super secrecy. Hmm. That's quite possible. And I believe if something truly bad, you know, from the unidentified aspect of it, they would have done something to, you know, quote unquote us by now. How would you know that if you don't know? You don't know that. 
So you can't say it. Because I think there's more than one of them. More than several hundred. You'd never, you just can't tell because some things are just could be so mind-shatteringly and mind like mind-openingly crazy to us, like concepts that we could not have even dreamt of, that could be being held from us, and we won't be told them because they're just that crazy. Like things that we were probably lied to about, things that we weren't ever told. That are just so ridiculous, so mind-shattering that they will never be told to us, and we never will know. And then one day, it will all come to light, but that day is not today. Well, if what the government's about to leak is true, that day may be coming soon, my friend. Amanda, what are your thoughts on this? Um, you know, there might be something out there. Um, I saw this movie called Arrival. Katie introduced it to me. Um, it's like, um, you know, these aliens come down to Earth and like the humans are on Earth are trying to figure out what they want. And it, it's really interesting. It came out in 2016. Is it that alien movie? Like, like alien as an alien yeah, they're like extraterrestrial type type stuff. Uh, I don't know if you've seen like pictures from it, but it was like this these giant like pod things that just kind of uh, landed on Earth. They're kind of like floating and stuff, and like these people are going out, like the government's going out to figure out what they're saying and like trying to figure out what their symbols mean and trying to decipher it. Um, mm. It's really cool. Well, it's kind of like a realistic take on if there were aliens, how would we respond to it? Yes. Yes. Very yeah. interesting. I mean, I believe we've already encountered them based on what some of these, uh, was it the Air Force or the U.S. Navy pilots saw? You, have, have you all seen the videos? What was that back in 2015 when they released that? Crimson and Amanda, did you see those, uh, those videos of that UFO flying in the air? Maybe very odd angular turns, and then it just kind of... I don't know what to believe, because I've seen really crazy things on the internet that could lead... That could... It was on the news. It made the news. <laughs> Mm. It's a national news story. I just don't buy it. I can't. I can't. I cannot because even when the guys are they're accounting for what they saw, they couldn't believe it. Bro, the news can be misled too. Mandela effect. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I try to believe the guy that said it. He's the source. He keeps saying he saw what he saw, what he, you know, was real. I just can't buy it, man. So you're one of those got to see it to believe it? Not necessarily. It's just that I just can't risk being misled because VFX is really good nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. I can see how you can believe that. True, 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 true. 
But I think, you know, as many accounts as there's been since even if you go as far back as 1950, like, this has always kind of been a common thing. Mm. I think there's life out there. I think they're observing us. And I just think we don't know what the purpose is yet. You ever have a theory? If we didn't have anything, they're hiding secrets from us. You ever have a theory that just, like, is so crazy, right? Well, not really crazy, but, like, me, like, start thinking it out, it, like, starts making sense? Sometimes. Yeah. That happens to me all the time. But it only happens on the ones where, like, I'm, like, I feel like I'm getting really close to something that is the truth. Yeah. You know who would be great for this topic because he studies astrophysicists? Uh, Uncle Mark, man. You know, I'm going to text him. I got to text Neil deGrasse Tyson or something. Huh? Nothing. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't believe in it. If you follow his Twitter, he thinks it's kind of hogwash. But That's because he's in on it. <laughs> yeah. That That's like why I'd rather, have, I'd rather have, you know, some real people in here talking about it. So I might have to get that set up for next time. But anyway, Amanda, what's our next topic? Uh, next topic. Um, well, um, Brian suggested like favorite outfits, and I'm thinking we can kind of remix it to what are like outfits or clothing costumes that you've seen like in movies, TV, you know, whatever form of entertainment that you're like, oh, I kind of like that, and I might wear that. Ah, uh, yes. Tie it back to our brand. Very good, Amanda. Oh, yes. <laughs> Crimson, would you care to go first? Hmm. It's weird. I, I hardly ever, like, pay attention. Like, when I'm watching a movie, they're usually wearing something that I would never, ever wear because it would be, like, tattered rag-type clothing or, like, just, like, your everyday T-shirt and jeans. Besides, mm-hmm. besides they're, like, uh, they're, like, superhero uniform or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, and all those are usually like the tight, leathery-looking, like span—not spandex per se, but like, like their superhero oh, yeah. costume. Yeah, their gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, other other than, I don't think anything I like really would wear, because they all look—they would all look really goofy. Hmm. Unless you're cosplaying. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> cosplaying. <laughs> uh, I do like um like the Spartan armor from like um Halo. I've, oh, yeah. I've always wanted to like wear one for Halloween, like a really good one, but like they're stupid expensive. Yikes. I saw this like realistic looking Master Chief armor for like three thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> wow, man, that's sheesh. A lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Man, oh man. But some people some people make their own and they turn out really good. Like they do like um they do. Uh, they three D print them out their parts. They spray paint them. They oh, look yeah. nice and like they look really good. 
and then they'll, um, for some parts, they'll have to do um, like the silicon molds of their parts they need. They'll do that too. True, true, true. Very interesting. Pretty cool. All right, Amanda. Um, I guess. Um, well, for me, like, I like all the fashion and K-pop. So I knew it. <laughs> that's something I'm always like looking at. Like, huh? I could get something that looks similar to that, like boots or something, or earrings. Like, I don't know. It's really interesting fashion. Like bucket hats are a big thing over there. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So I just like seeing and like they wear specific clothes to the airport. Like whatever they wear, it gets sold out the next day. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Whoa. That sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they plan those airport outfits. Sheesh. I don't know why K-pop gets so much hate because like they really haven't done anything wrong per se. Is <laughs> this people who really don't like them? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's there's toxic sides to all fandoms, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, you, you choose what to, to tap into and what not to, so. But. Yeah, there's going to be haters for everybody, but you just kind of got to, like, mm, kind of ignore it. Yeah. More more than likely they never even listen to the music. Exactly. And that's the thing. People have to have an open mind. Like most of the time K pop sounds like music over here. It's just in Korean. I heard one song and it was really good. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was K pop. Yeah, that's the thing. People have this image. Even I did. I was like, K-pop, that's just like bubblegum music. And don't get me wrong, there is some bubblegum music in K-pop. There's bubblegum music in English. <laughs> exactly. It's everywhere. But people have this idea. It's like like Psy. And there's nothing wrong with Psy, right? That's a lot of people's first exposure to K-pop. And Psy is actually a really cool guy. He like started a label. But anyways, um, people have this image. And it's like when they delve deeper, like BTS is the opposite of what I thought K-pop K-pop was. So, like, people just need to have an open mind and give it a chance if they want. So, I mean, people listen to anime openings, so they think that's fire. Exactly. It's, it's, it'll be, and it's the same people that thought anime was weird, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't, you can't, you know, get mad at them for it because it's just like you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> enjoy yourself <laughs> right because now now you know yes because now now when I ask people for music and they tell me like oh what genre I'm like I do not care <laughs> if it's wait good, what about country there's some good country songs okay what about like screamo music if it has a really nice beat you know, no, I'm talking about just like pure yelling and a guitar riff. I mean, like, I don't find that pleasurable to my ear. <laughs> but again, there we go. Then again, if there is a good one that I resonate with, you know, I can actually understand or something, or has like a like a really nice guitar riff and melody, 
I could mess with it. If it's good, if it's good. If it's good, it's good. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Bit of a tangent, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> Matt? Oh, yes. Cross clothing I like. Um, um, let's see, let's see. I want to think about, I guess, a movie into the Spider-Verse. Miles Morales had, like, you know, he had, like, a dope uh, outfit with his Spider-Man suit. He had, like, oh, the hair yeah. on with, oh, like, the hoodie. That was fire. Huh? That was fire. Uh, like, that's, like, that's pretty good. Like, you can, you know, you can do that in real life. Just, like, have some bread on, black and red, and then those shoes and a hoodie. Something about that red and black Spider-Man suit is is just it's classic. Yeah, it's, a, it's like those are timeless colors. Like they know what they're doing when they uh, color these characters. But uh, yeah, th- that's an awesome suit. Also, you know what's uh, funny? Mm-hmm. And when I was in elementary school, like I didn't really care what shoes I wore. Like, so, like, we go to, like, Walmart or whatever and, like, just pick up some sneakers. Yeah. And, like, I'd always look for the white and red sneakers. Like, anything that, like, sneakers, and if they're red and white, they're all right with me. And, like, they're cool. It was, it was my three, my three main colors would always be red, white, and black. So, like, when I'm all right, kids, draw your little nameplates. And I'd, like, draw it in red and black. And then <laughs> I'll never forget this. And then like, this little girl like, those are satanic colors. I'm like, excuse me? Oh what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Oh, my God. I just think it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, like, there's always those kids. That's the devil. <laughs> no, like, Michael <laughs> Jordan popularized that with his shoes. How is that satanic? She must not be in the cold. I don't know. Then my... Uh, <laughs> But as far as like uh, when I think about uh, characters and movies or whatever, I try to look at the colors and be like, hmm, I can see these colors in real life. Like Goku's uh, orange and blue; those go together because oh yeah, complementary colors. So that's, like, what, that's what I was talking about earlier. Like where like people like jumped on that anime bandwagon. Like you'd see so much Dragon, you would not believe how much Dragon Ball Z like yeah. merch I see at school. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like they have like Goku book bags, like in hoodies, <laughs> like Naruto headbands tied on their arms. Like it, it's crazy. Yeah, those it's kids used to be shunned. They were shunned in school, and it was terrible. Bro, I was one of them. Like <laughs> it's like you, you, you couldn't say it. We... I'm sorry, man. No, like literally, when I was at lunch in high school, just yep. sitting with. You know, kids that I would talk to, I'm calling them the weirdos. They're like, this must be the geek table. And I'm like, what the heck? Dude. Geek? Like, like, I want to say, where are you now? Where are you now? Like, that just seemed like some random fake line out of a teen movie. Like, this is the geek table. What a dork. (laughs) Like, first of all, I'm proud to be a geek, and I don't care. Facts. Now it's cool. It's cool to be a geek. Amazing. Those right? same kids probably went to go see the Avengers. 
Yo. So don't talk to me, please. For real, man. Like, that's why it's hard for me to, like, it's like, now you cool with it, man, when, like, you, you know, you're bullied and picked on for years. It's just, it's like, oh, how ironic. Hmm. We took over the culture, and now you went in. It's just how people are seeing its worth, is all. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose so. But yeah, back to colors. Um, yeah, man. Just classic colors that you see in anime that work. Try to rock them in real life. Black and blue is a really good one. Not just like regular blue, but like a glowing blue. Yeah, that reminds me of Nightwing from Batman. Yeah, that always works. Uh, black with really pretty much any color is really yeah. cool. Yeah, Naruto's second suit was black and orange. That worked. Yeah, especially if the secondary color is glowing, and that makes it like pop out even more. Oh yeah, that glow effect does something. We'll call that laser. Laser red and black. Laser red and black. Those are gamer colors. All day. That's what my my PS Five is gonna look like. Miles Morales, man. I'm sorry. I gotta do it. No, no, no. My my laptop is red and black. It has a my keyboard has a red backlight, and this is a black laptop. You sure? All right, Amanda. Ready for our bonus topic? Uh, sure. Bonus topic. Uh, be a quick one. So, what do you think are the best anime fights? Like, in any anime, like, what stands out the most? The Naruto fight, of course. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Which one? Part one, part two? uh, The first one. And then the, the Lee and Gara fight is really good. Oh, yeah. Like, when he dropped the weights, yeah, it went off. <laughs> that was crazy. The impact. Yeah. <clears throat> ridiculous. That was ridiculous. The Gohan and Cell fight, that one's pretty good. You see, we'll keep going. I mean, the, the new... The new Broly movie fight with uh, Goku Vegeta. That one is really good. The colors were amazing. I like, love everything about it, but there were no stakes. But keep going. Yeah, because like it, so Freeze was there to make him taller or something, right? That was like a low stakes like event. But anyway, Freeza was there so he could make himself taller. Yeah, I think that is so funny. He's like, what are you wishing for, my lord? I want to wish for myself to be taller. What? Well, see, what, that, what that movie show tangent is that Frieza and Bulma have a lot of things in common. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It wasn't Bulma's wish like sort of the same thing? <laughs> He's like, no, yeah. I want to make you look like I'm natural. <laughs> or she, she kept wishing herself to be younger. Yeah. <laughs> But like only by like a few years, so that it seemed like it was, <laughs> oh my god, 
and it's the same voyage basically. But anywho. Oh man, I love that little plot to that movie. It's so funny. But yeah, the fight was really colorful. The art style was amazing. Finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. The art style was something to be talked about. It was good. Yes. Broly was canonized, which is like the like the biggest part of that. I liked it. And made, and, made, but... and made a good guy, which is which is a bit different, but you know. Well, for now, for now, because no, it it kind of like it cleared up the out there. You never know what happened. It cleared up the plot because like he was just a bad guy for no reason, really. Now he's a good guy. But he could be turned. Mm, I doubt it. It's too and like he's already been hit with the Goku friendship thing, and Goku goes there now to like train him or whatever. Apparently, because he visits him. That's true, but I feel like with Dragon Ball, uh, maybe they sense this too. It's about time for another evil sand to arise with good, you know, good story behind it. Raditz comes back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, really? Raditz. Raditz went too soon. He served his purpose. But uh, go on. Okay. The Vegeta Goku fight wasn't super good, but at the time it was good, I guess. The Frieza Goku fight was like the biggest like stepping stone in Dragon Ball Z history because that was the first time Goku went Super Saiyan. Well, see about that. A little revisionist history. When Akira Toriyama wrote that, that was supposed to be it. It wasn't supposed to be just the first time. It was supposed to be the only time. Very <laughs> Super Saiyan. Yeah, I, I, that makes sense because like the whole thing with Bill Tuptel was like really like it was I don't know if, I don't want to say stretched but it was like really well written to the point where like it was leading up to that and yeah. everything everything seemed really calculated. It was because even at like, the end of the battle after he uh, did that final blast when Frieza turned on Goku and used his energy against him, it was like at the end it said. And finally, Son Goku has undoubtedly beaten, you know, the evil Emperor Frieza as he flies away. I'm like, okay, this was supposed to be it. Like, come on, dude. So, no. I love that fight, but it's still like, yeah. Hmm. And I guess, like, pretty much any, like, Naruto fight where, I forgot his name, but where the one guy constructs, like, the like all of like the like the choreography of the fighting where he does it like really well like when he did like the like the Hokage versus Orochimaru fight and then he reanimated the first and second Hokage and that fight happened that was top notch editing yeah. you know animating cuz he'd like he'd like do all like the um like perspective pers- per- perspective and stuff on the fights and everything and like the physics to it. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a Boruto fight like that. There was one where it was like um Sakura versus like some guy with like a bunch of shining guns. Oh, oh yes. I, man, I forgot. Yes, that's right. That was yeah, that's an underrated fight. Like actually, yeah. that's one of my top ones. That's it. I think about it. I'm sorry, man, to chime in. No, I just say yeah, that was a good fight. 
the the one with Sakura, Sasuke, and that was good. Um, oh, Jean Uchiha was his name. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I'm thinking my favorite um, from Dragon Ball. I really like Trucks versus Frieza and King Cold. Really? Um, okay. I, yeah, I don't know. Just about the slice. You know, when he sliced him in half. <laughs> the sword. <laughs> the anime sword character. You know, yeah. that was pretty good because Trunks, he, compared to the other Sands, he don't play. Yeah, he's he, in business. Yeah, he's he got right to the point, killed Riza, killed Kiku. <laughs> he's like the only rational person in the whole series when you think about it. Yeah, he was just like, why are you letting him power up? <laughs> Kill him. Alright, Amanda, what else you got? Um, Naruto, I really liked um, I don't know, Shikamaru and Hidan. That was that was a good one. Oh, yeah, that's so underrated too. I never even, see there? You think of the ones I don't think about. Yeah. Just like how his mind, he was trying to think, like, was it 100 or 200 steps ahead? I forgot what it was. 200, but, yeah. Yeah, he was always like thinking about the next move, and yep, and it was just sad because it, it was all for Asuma, you know. Like, uh, yeah. that's that's what made it so much more emotionally charged. I think was that mm-hmm. he was doing it for his, you know, his, his master. Sensei, so. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the ones I almost. That was like the first anime episode that really almost made me cry. <laughs> Like, I was so close. And then Jiraiya, I was definitely close. Definitely. Oh, yeah, that was sad. That was sad. <laughs> In the feels. Dude, don't know. Uh, A lot of uh, them. Anymore? The My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Amanda, did you have another one? Um... I mean, of course, Naruto, Sasuke, like mm-hmm. Itachi. You know, whenever you have those characters, it's gonna be crazy. Sasuke versus Itachi. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Truth, man. Especially when you find out the truth. Yeah. Naruto was a heavy series. Jesus. <laughs> it was so long, but I would never watch One Piece. Oh, I thought you did watch One Piece. Mm-mm, that's Cassidy. Oh, that's right. We got to yeah, know what so her long. favorites are next time. We got to do that for sure. Um, let's see. For me, real quick off the top, I like. Wait, what was the exact question again? Just favorite anime anime overall. Fights. Favorite anime fights? I'm gonna say because like I sometimes watch it every now and then for some reason I don't know why, but I'll just like think of this fight. It's a little obscure, but to me it shows like mastery of skill. Gohan versus I mean not Gohan, Goku versus a uh, Tien Shinhan for the first time in the uh, was it the 23rd World Tournament. Whatever the last arc was when they were fighting um, Piccolo Jr., it was after the time skip, 
and Tien thought he was like, you know, he was that dude, right? But throughout the whole tournament, Goku had been showing like little glimpses of his power since he's been training with Kami up at the lookout. Like he knocked out um that one guy and like one hit. He went behind his back and like chopped like chopped his neck. And then uh what else happened? Yeah, then he just beat beat Tien Shin on, you know, like real quick. I think he was toying with him the whole time. And I was like, wow. Goku really is like the strongest person in this universe now. Because for most of Dragon Ball, I felt like he was kind of the underdog, but he could like will his way through a fight. That Kamehameha. By the end. Yeah, with the Kamehameha. But then he just used his pure, you know, martial arts skill to outwit Tien when he split himself into four, you know, clones of himself. And Goku's like, You're not stronger than me. You split yourself into four quarters of your original strength. And then he just went like, bam, 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 bam. And I was like, what? That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, Goku, why are you getting smart as a fighter? Like, this, is, this is what you've been waiting on. But then they kind of retconned that in Super, but whatever. Like, he really is a genius fighter. They just don't show it. Another good fight for me. Let me turn over to Naruto real quick. I'll say... Just because it was like a pretty emotional arc tied to the fight, Naruto versus the Ninetales, when they fought and he fought to control the power, I really got to see, yeah, like Naruto's mastery of himself in order to do that, along with the help of his mother. So that was a pretty emotionally tied fight. I, was, I kind of been waiting on that the whole series. I'm like, is he ever going to fight a fox? What is that going to look like? It was pretty good. Uh, it was kind of small stakes because you felt he'd win, but I liked the story tied to the fight, I guess. So that was good. And man, my hero is a hard one. I just finished season four the other day, and I don't know which fight to choose. I got some. I kind of like Endeavor versus that Nomu. That was pretty emotional, man. Like seeing Todoroki react like that, I'm like, what? You do care? Wouldn't you say the All Might versus um, One for All is pretty good? (sighs) Where he's like half himself and he's like about to die from fighting him? That was good. But see, I feel like this fight somehow. I mean, for me, it was kind of better because you feel like, because I'm an, I'm kind, I guess I'm kind of an Endeavor fan. It's like he really wants to be that symbol, but he's kind of a jerk and he doesn't know how to do it. So he's finally realizing what he has to fight for, you know, during that fight. Because you, you, we know what All Might's about, right? Oh yeah. So that's why I feel like the emotional um, cues that they played off of for Endeavor. And then cutting back to Todoroki and then his family and then the story with the flower and the mom. Like, I felt like that kind of impacted me a little bit more than the All Might fight. Only because I know what All Might's all about and I know what Deku's destiny is. So it's like, that was kind of meant to happen. Mm. 
whereas I don't know what's going to necessarily happen with Endeavor in a high-stakes battle. I knew they weren't going to kill off All Might. They might soon. They might soon. Soon, but not at that point in the story. I think the the movie fights are really well animated, too. I just like seeing like the impacts they draw. Mm-hmm. I really like I like seeing that because he's like how how hard did he punch him just now? <laughs> and, oh yeah, I haven't seen the movies. I gotta check them. Out. There's two, I think. I saw both of them. Interesting. Yeah, I might check those. I for, I don't even know what the titles are. I think uh, I can't remember. One was when he like um. He went with All Might to like some island in America, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, or like in a like American like offshore island where like it's like all about technolo- technological advancement, and whatnot. And then the other one was like um, some sort of like a retreat, uh, another like island retreat, where, with the class, and they had to like pretend to be not pretend like they had to like be superheroes for like a month or so. Yeah, okay, I might check that out. Uh, yeah, those are pretty good. Uh, also, One Punch Man has some really good fights. Oh, yeah, One Punch Man. I always forget about that for some reason. Yeah, One Punch Man, like, um, the I think, like, the best one was, like, when, like, the fish guy showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. I, it lasted, like, a really long time, too, like, before One Punch Man actually showed up, but, like, the moment leading up to like all the fights leading up to that were like, really good, and then like like the bike guy's resolve was really good to watch, even though he lost. And then you see then you see One Punch Man show up, and then like uh, like thanks for saving us, and he he like and in that moment, he had to like own the shame, because like um he couldn't let them know that he was actually powerful. I don't know why he did it, but like um he was just like you know what I just stole the win. Haha, uh-huh, lucky me that I only beat him in one hit because I let all the other superheroes do all the work for me. As to, as oh, to not, wow. like, take the credit away from, like, the guys that, like, almost sacrificed their lives. Wow. Yeah, that was really cool. Okay, okay. Ooh, and, um, I think it's a finished series now, or there might be more, but Mob Psycho... That one is really good. If you haven't seen it, you gotta watch it. It's it is amazing. All right, Psycho, One Punch Man. Um, everybody out there that's listening, go on our Twitter page and tell us if you've seen any of these anime and what are your favorite fights from them. Yeah. Have you checked out Fire Force? Not yet. I heard I've heard good things about it though. I'm gonna check it out. Check it out. But anywho, uh, oh man, you know what? I just thought of Digimon, man. Hmm. The final trailer for the uh, for the original uh, the original adventure season one in English came out recently. I think it's going to hit all the feels. I don't know if I'm ready. 
Anybody looking forward to it? I feel like they might mess it up, but. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wait. How? You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Like, hey, that's not like I remember. You know, it's like seeing a reboot. Amanda, what you think? I don't know. I just. Because I know. Did you like try that much? I'm on the fence about trying. I don't know. I just feel like they need to stop, like, going back with that first season. Like, I don't know. Oh, you're tired of the Adventure 1 kids? Yeah, let's see the Adventure 2 kids. Well, they are back in this movie. They have a role. So Davis, Yoli, uh, Cody, and their Digimon are all back to a certain extent is what I've heard. Mm. I think I saw in the trailer Davis was like, you know, looking at some noodles. So they're trying to implant the idea of the noodle cart that we see in the series finale of Digimon Adventure. Gotcha. But unfortunately, I got spoiled to something, and I don't know if I like it. I don't. It kind of ruins the whole the whole mythos of Digimon for me. Does anybody care to know? Sure. What is it? I mean, it's going to spoil the whole movie. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> Wait, movie? Yeah. It's not a series, it's a movie? No, there's a series out. They rebooted the series, but this movie ties up the original story. So think of it like this is the original universe of it, and then now they're doing like another universe using the same characters. Kind of like how they do in comic books. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Yeah. But this is them as adults in this one. It's just kind of. I feel like I'd have to rewatch the anime first and then move on to that because it's been so long since I've actually seen it. Yeah, it's out there. Check it out. I mean, the English version and Japanese version are a little different, but it's pretty much the same. All right. For the English version, because that's what I grew up on. I add it to the queue of anime that I need to watch. All right, Amanda, anything else? Uh, no. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Hmm. Let's see here. Um, watch Mob Psycho. Huh? I said watch Mob Psycho. Watch Mob Psycho. True story. Um, check out the newest Darth Vader comic book for all my Star Wars fans out there. It's pretty good. It explores um, Vader's story between episodes 5 and 6, a.k.a. The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and is good at showing his steps towards redemption. Although he is still very much Vader. 
Is Darth Vader still alive? And like the canon overall? Yeah. Oh no. How do you oh. die? Dude, you gotta watch A New Hope. Start there. Then you'll find out. No, no, no. Tell me now. No. That way I'll be interested in the story. Oh, that'll help you get interested? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real? Or are you just you see, me? You see, I enjoy spoilers to an extent, to the point where I'm like, wow, really? I got to see that for myself. <laughs> All right, so he gets redeemed by his son, Luke, but he dies because, like, the evil emperor is killing his son. With um, force lightning, which is very powerful, and it's important. The emperor and Vader have a uh, interesting connection too. So. Yes. Oh, very. You find out all about that in the prequels. But yes. So then Vader, you know, he takes care of business and kills the emperor. But does but because he did that, he got you know, he kind of like took in all the lightning. And it pretty much shut down like his breathing apparatus and stuff. And because he wanted to see his son one last time with his own eyes without the mask on, which was keeping him alive, that ultimately, you know, led to his death. Uh, force heal would have saved him. <laughs> no, that didn't. But see, that, <laughs> that didn't. That, that's Disney. That didn't exist back then. Oh, boy. Look, watch a new hope. Some of that I I knew I knew like three fourths of that story already. I just didn't know how he died. You gotta check it out, man. I'm trying to tell you. Like your favorite manga cup is probably influenced highly by Star Wars. Alright. So is there like any H D remixes or like remakes of like the originals or anything? What do you mean? Like, have they like been up to like updated in any way, or is it like the only way to watch them is like in the old version? Oh no, George Lucas. Yeah, George Lucas. He tinkered with them. He tinkered with them. Oh yes. (laughs) Some fans didn't like it, you know. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a fan of the mythos, you'll you'll accept it no matter what. Don't don't listen to the purist. Like form your own opinion. All right. All right. Cool. Amanda. Uh, nothing much. <laughs> Wear a mask. Uh, anything new coming out K-pop wise this week? Um, this week, oh, well, actually, BTS is coming out with English language song August twenty first called okay. Dynamite. So look out for Dynamite. <laughs> Music video to accompany it? Probably, probably. Mm. I'm hoping. What about Jay Park? I'm sorry. Um. He's he's still doing stuff. Yeah. I haven't heard from him since he did that song with Two Chains. Well, look him up. I gotta look him back up. Oh, and Vic Mensa. But 
you know. All right, we've covered a lot of ground today, but I'm going to close this out. Follow us on Twitter at relatively underscore speaking. No, at relatively underscore SP. Oh, at relatively underscore SP. Oh, my goodness. I might have been saying it wrong the whole time. Um, At relatively underscore SP. Tell us what your favorite anime fight is. Uh, Have you seen Mob Psycho? Tell us about it. Or any of the other anime we mentioned. But for relatively speaking... This has been Matt. Thank you for joining us. Yep. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Peace out. Later. Adios.